Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Prosperity Principles with your host, Ed Cruz. Each week, Ed and his company seek to educate Americans like you by providing real strategies for protecting and growing their hard-earned money. Get set for a full hour of financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. Ed wants you to reach the financial freedom you've worked so hard for. So now, let's start the show. Here's Ed Cruz. Thank you for joining me this week on Prosperity Principles. I'm Edwin Cruz, uh, located right here in Central Florida for over 24 years now. And uh, to go along with me on today's show is my co-host, Matt McClure. Welcome, Matt. Hi there, Ed. How's it going? Going well. I think uh, I, I may have mentioned this to you just a little while ago, but my uh, my granddaughter got me uh, got me good on one eye here. So um I'm going to, I'm going to go through this whole session with, with one eye closed, but we'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't need two eyes to see. Come on. You'll be just fine. Yeah. That's overrated. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Nobody <laughs> who needs sight. That's, that's not, not a, not a thing. No, no, it's uh sorry about that, but I've at least you got to have some good fun with your granddaughter until, until that happened anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, kids will do that. But uh, anyway, no, it's going to be a great show. We've got some great stuff for our listeners this week, Ed, with um, five important things to own during retirement. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we'll also talk, of course, about the Federal Reserve and interest rates and what this latest increase could mean for our listeners. Um, we've got more, a little bit of a review of last week's show because we're going to talk about um, Medicare. We're going to kind of play a game and see what our listeners might remember, maybe see what I remember too, about our discussion last week on Medicare and on uh, long-term care as well. So really a lot of great um, information and education and a little fun too coming up for our listeners. Absolutely. And you know, um, one thing that we always want to uh, remember to uh, offer to our clients uh, or to our listeners out there is the annuity 360 book. And, you know, when, when they call in for that, um, you know, that the, the uh, basis that we want them to understand um, in what we're doing in the, in the planning that we try to do here is we want to make sure that they realize, first of all, the safety involved in what we do. Um, we're not like any other typical advisor uh, that's going to uh, put you in harm's way. Um, so safety is one of those things. Tax deferral. You know, we want to make an impact on your uh, on, on your net results. So um, being having tax-free access uh, and, and tax-deferred um, uh, benefits are, are a blessing to your, uh, uh, to your retirement. Uh, but while we do all these things, we also want to make sure that our listeners know that we offer a very competitive yield on, on anything that we do. So, you know, you're not sacrificing there. And, um, you know, we'll educate people on making sure that they maintain liquidity uh, while, while, uh, while investing, because uh, I, I definitely believe that that's quite important. Um, and make sure that the, uh, the, the listeners understand, you know, do you have enough lifetime income 
set up in your uh, in your retirement, or are you leaving everything to chance? And uh, and last but not least, I will add that you know while your annuity is sitting, um, uh, you know these products are sitting inside of the surrender periods. You know we uh, we want to make sure that you understand also that. You know, your assets are creditor proof. Let's say you get into an accident out there. Uh, let's make sure that your assets are protected from uh, from a creditor uh, reaching into your retirement basket. And last but not least, uh, let's make sure that your assets are left uh, probate free. We want to make sure that um, the government, again, doesn't get their hands or anyone that's unwanted gets their hands on your uh, on your retirement account. So um, these are things that we want people to understand that that they have available. And um, and by reading this book, the Annuity 360 book, uh, this will help them uh, understand all these benefits that we can offer them. And uh, that is absolutely true there, Ed. And for folks, if you want to get a copy of the Annuity 360 book or, uh, you know, talk to Ed, get a, a free full retirement plan consultation, you can do that at the website for the show. It is MyProsperityTeam.com. MyProsperityTeam.com is, again, that website. Or you can give Ed a call directly at 386-228-5769. That's 386-228-5769. And, the, you know, I mentioned that full retirement plan consultation there, Ed, and it's not a, something where it's a high-pressure situation for folks. It, it's, a, it's a conversation, and you're only going to work with someone if you both agree that that's, that's what needs to happen. It's not some, you know, high-pressure sales pitch kind of a thing where you're, you're going into the shark tank or something. Right. Not only is it uh, complimentary, but it's not complicated, right? We want to provide you with a comprehensive consultation at no cost. There's no obligation. Only work with us if it's best for you, if it feels right. You know, there has to be a trust factor when you work with someone. And, um, you know, it goes for me as well. I, I want to make sure that when I'm speaking to someone that they are being um, upfront with me, that they're disclosing everything so that I, so that I can make the, the appropriate recommendations. Um, let us help you analyze your specific and unique financial situation. Uh, you know, you may have a pension involved. You may have other sources of income, uh, military retirement. So situations are going to be different. Your, your needs and wants are different. And um, this is where we'll try to tailor something that fits uh, your lifestyle. Let us closely uh, examine any annuities that you may currently have. Are you paying too much in fees? Are you too much at risk with the annuity that you have? Um, do you want an annuity that will help you de-risk? Uh, those are questions that uh, you may have and we can help answer. Um, uh, let us discover exactly how much you're paying in fees. Again, fees will, uh, will eat away at your retirement. So uh, helping to cut unnecessary costs uh, in, in those ways are very helpful in your IRAs, 401ks, or any other type of retirement savings account that you may have. Uh, we can also help you with Social Security uh, uh, planning and Medicare planning. Uh, those are, it's very important to know, should you take it sooner than later when it comes to Social Security? Um, are you, are you uh, uh, taking your Medicare on time? Uh, you could be penalized for not taking your Medicare on time. So, you know, these are things that if you don't understand, you need someone to talk to so that you don't make these mistakes. And uh, lastly, I'll say that, you know, we'll compare uh, your current financial situation uh, to what's possible if you work with us. So if you have a, a thought out income plan, but it's not, you know, um, in stone, you know, let us show you what it would look like if it's, if it's a guaranteed income solution versus, 
an if come solution, as I've said before, right? So, you know, let us compare these things uh, and let us help you get a better understanding of where you can be. Yeah. And even if you have someone who is helping you with your retirement planning right now, a, a financial advisor or, or a, a, you know, an agent who's helping you out, um, you know, chances are you you might not have heard from them <laughs> lately uh, because of all the craziness in the markets. And some of them kind of have their heads buried in the sand at this particular moment because it's just a little bit scary. And they're like, nope, don't look over here. I don't I don't want you to pay any attention to me at this particular time. Um, but, you know, and even if you think that you that things are going fine uh, for your uh, financial plan uh, headed toward retirement, give Ed a call at 386-228-5769 or go to MyProsperityTeam.com. Com and uh, reach out for that full financial consultation, full retirement plan consultation, that is. Um, and again, free to all of the listeners of Prosperity Principles. And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week. Well, this week's wise words come from Zig Ziglar and uh, his quote, that is this. Expect the best, prepare for the worst, capitalize on what comes. I think that's very appropriate for these uh, these days when we're looking at uh, the economy and especially the equity markets right now and the craziness that has been Wall Street over the past several months. Yeah, during these times, people don't want to pay attention to what's going on. You hear people say, I don't even want to look at my statements uh, because the last time I looked at it two months ago, you know, it's just not going in the right direction. And that's just not where you want to be. You want to know where you stand. Um, and you also should be finding out what options you have that are out there so that you can capitalize on what's up and coming. And I will say, even though this market's down, you know, there are still ways out there that you can make money. And whether it's in annuities or securities, you know, if you're not getting the uh, the, the proper guidance um, you know, you really need to get that second opinion. Uh, it's out there. I, I know accounts today uh, over this, or I should say year to date right now, I know accounts that are up anywhere between eight and 12%. Would you like to be in that situation? Would you like to have guarantees going forward rather than, than not knowing where you're going to stand in, in six, 12, 18 months from now? Uh, this is why, you know, you should call for that second opinion. Yeah, definitely so. And of course, you know, as we always say, past performance is not indicative of future results, but it's the the uh, thought of that, I'm sure, is very appealing to a lot of folks, especially the way that the markets have been behaving this year uh, with kind of the ups and downs and the uncertainty there. Um, and, you know, I mentioned it a minute ago, uh, Ed, in, in the kind of the opening of the show that we were going to talk some about interest rates and the Fed, which all, of course, is tied to inflation. And I actually, I wanted to recap a little bit of that in the discussion that I had with a Georgia Tech economics professor last week. Um, and, and let's give a listen to this as he kind of explains why the Fed is doing what it's doing and what it could do in the future, and most importantly, how it could all affect you as our listeners. Let's take a listen to this, and we'll talk about it and some more about inflation and interest rates on the other side. The Federal Reserve keeps raising interest rates to combat inflation, but how could it affect your retirement? I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. Supply chain issues, the pandemic, energy prices, and Russia's invasion of Ukraine have all been contributing factors to runaway inflation. To fight rising prices, the Federal Reserve has been using one of its most powerful tools, 
raising interest rates. So they started increasing the interest rates about, um, I guess, two meetings ago, so about three months ago, uh, when, they, when they had the first increase of three quarters of a point, percentage points of 75 basis points, which at that point was the largest increase in about 30 years. Tibor Besadesh is an economics professor at Georgia Tech. He says it's surprising that the August reading for inflation did not see a decrease, especially given gas prices have been plummeting from recent astronomical highs. Inflation is not going to up all of a sudden, but what one, what one is hoping for is that the, these increases start to decrease so that we start getting to levels that are a bit um, sort of more manageable and, and more pleasing to the eyes. So it was, it was very surprising. That's why Besidish says many analysts now expect the Fed to be even more aggressive with interest rate hikes in coming months. So what does this mean for you? Potentially higher payments on mortgages, other loans, and credit cards. So carrying any sort of a balance on any loan that's, that doesn't have a fixed interest rate is going to become more expensive. Besidish says it's important for consumers to cut back where they can to lessen the blow of inflation and interest rate hikes. And if you're in the market for a new home, it could be good to delay the purchase until rates or home prices come back down. So how do the Fed's actions on interest rates affect your wallet? That's a key question to consider as higher costs eat away at your hard-earned money. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. Remember, all of Ed's listeners receive a free financial consultation just for listening to the show. Visit MyProsperityTeam.com to learn more and schedule an appointment. Thanks for listening to Prosperity Principles and subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. So you just heard from a professor of economics at Georgia Tech talking about uh, the Federal Reserve and the raising of interest rates, which, of course, they did um, just last week with that uh, three quarters of a percentage point increase or 75 basis points, if you rather uh, look at it that way or or say it that way, means the same thing, that uh, they raised that benchmark interest rate by uh, last week. And it just sort of sent... During that trading day that I was telling you this earlier as we were chatting before we went on the air here, that I was watching, um, I had the Wall Street Journal website pulled up and I was watching a chart of the markets that day and I had all three side by side, the Dow, S&P, NASDAQ, all side by side. And you could tell the exact moment that that announcement was made by um, the the Fed, that they they released the um uh, decision after their two-day meeting because it was just like you know it normally looks like it's a little roller coaster chart every day on on the uh, exchanges and and then off a cliff right at 2 p.m which was when that announcement came out it was pretty startling not shocking but i will say you know for as much as the fed is trying to do it just seems like our government can't uh, keep their hands out of the cookie jar they want to continue to spend and the feds, I say, I call it like a game of chicken right now. They're trying to see who's going to blink first. Are we going to stop spending first or are the feds going to stop raising rates? And and if we keep doing this, what's going to happen is instead of a mild recession, we could fall into a deep recession with these high uh, interest rates. Um, that's 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 continuing along with inflation. I, this is just this could lead to um, to pretty bad times, you know, looking forward six, 12, 18 months ahead. Yeah, and and that's the reason why I think a lot of people are looking for some security, some stability in their, uh, you know, portfolios and in their retirement planning right now, because they're looking at all of this going on, um, and you know they're saying 
and it's a very human reaction, right? We, we, we want to control everything, but there's a lot that's out of our control as people. So it's like, you know, control what you can, right? And so speaking with someone like you, Ed, is a great way to help get control of your financial picture, your uh, planning for retirement, your, you know, saving for retirement and, and earning for retirement as well. Yeah, luckily, when our clients wake up in the morning, they don't have to rush to see what's going on in the markets because they're not going to lose money. Um, you know, every time, the nice part is that as the as the months and years go by, every time that this uh, that they earn a rate of return, it gets locked in. So regardless of what's going on throughout the year, you know, when uh, when we have a down year, I tell people it's the best thing that may have happened. You get a you get a reset, and now what happens is that you you start at that new low end of that index. So when it goes up, it's like making money during the same period twice. Where other people that are tied into securities, what's going to happen to them? Well, they have to wait for the market to come back up. You know, they may be stuck for two three years while you just got a reset and you got to basically it rebalanced for you and you're making money all over again. So, you know, the main thing about all this is looking for that security, um, not sitting back that time horizon. How much time do you really have um, to sit around and make nothing? Um, this is where we make a difference in, uh, in our clients' portfolios and in, and in their lives. And if you want to find out more about it, folks, it's MyProsperityTeam.com. MyProsperityTeam.com is the website once again, and the phone number, 386-228-5769. Well, um, I teased this a little bit earlier in the show, and we're going to talk about it now. Now is the time for five important things to own during retirement. And, um, you know, I think uh, some of these will just on the surface make a whole lot of sense, right? And and um, are, are stuff that... Um, you know, you would actually think about like first thing that would be something good to own during retirement. And some of them might be things that you're not thinking about being nice to own during retirement. So this is the part of the the educational portion of the show, because we really like to uh, help our listeners understand a lot of uh, the, these different concepts. And the first in our five important things to own during retirement, Ed, is a reliable vehicle. Absolutely. Uh, we could all use one of those, right? Um, last thing you want is for your vehicle to constantly be at the uh, at the garage somewhere uh, getting maintenance because that's obviously costing you dollars that you don't want to spend. Um, but of course, we don't want to sit there and rely on others uh, for a ride to um, to the store, to, to go get a meal, to go food shopping, whatever it might be. Uh, we just don't want to depend on anyone, not even our children, right? So, um, Let's get that one right out the right out the bat there. Um, you know, when we go to and from medical appointments, um, church, you know, seeing family, um, anything that we want to do, we just don't want to be dependent on anyone. Um, you know, we don't public transportation. I guess if you have to, um, but most of us just don't want to deal with public transportation. Um, uh, so uh, most retirees uh, don't have access to adequate, adequate public transportation. That's another big problem. Heck, in my town, uh, if you're looking for that, um, not going to happen. It's a town <laughs> next to us. So, again, having that um, reliable vehicle goes a long way, especially in my town, I know. Uh, go where you want to go, um, you know, road trips, vacations. Um, you, you really 
you really want to get out there and see things when you're retired. You just don't want to be cooped up, uh, you know, and surrounded by your four walls. Um, and, and the safety, the safety of being able to get yourself um, somewhere, you know, at any given time. And I don't know if you've heard this, but and this is um, maybe a little bit off topic, but you look at um, the tragedies that have happened with people that travel um, with Uber or any of those uh, transportations, uh, uh, transportation companies that are available out there. Um, you know, there have been uh, people that don't make it to their next destination or are injured or assaulted. And so a reliable vehicle, definitely uh, one great thing to have. Yeah, good alternative to, to that uh, type situation. And as you say, it's a, it's a it's a rare thing, but that, that kind of thing has happened. And so if it that's happens. a concern of yours, then absolutely uh, safety is a huge, huge thing. Um, and you mentioned public transportation there. I mean, I am uh, kind of the same way. Like my mom actually was just... Uh, in a situation where her car was in the shop, she took it to like her normal mechanic and it was a problem that he, you know, he kept the car for several days and, and didn't know what in the world was wrong with it. Couldn't figure it out and finally did. And it wasn't something that he could do. So then she had to take it to the dealership and get the dealership to do it. And so it was just a whole big mess. And she's been without a car and having to call her friend who lives down the street to give her a ride places. So we've just been through this and there is zero public transportation where she is. So she would, she'd have to call an Uber or a Lyft or a, you know, a cab or something to get anywhere. So yeah, that's not a situation that you want to find yourself in. So a vehicle, yes, a reliable vehicle, reliable being the operative word there is uh, number one. Uh, And number two on our five important things to own during retirement is a home. Absolutely. You know, just like uh, the freedom of being on the road, uh, you want the freedom in your own home, right? You don't want to uh, move in with your children. Um, A home is a valuable asset to have um, a safe, clean and comfortable place to lay your head like they say, there's no place like home. And, and I got to tell you, so many of my clients, their kids will talk to them. Oh, mom, you know, you're, you're, you're 80 now. It's, it's time for you to, uh, you know, sell this, move in with us. And my clients say that's not going to happen. And sometimes I'll sit there and I'll ask them, you know, would you prefer to go to assisted living versus your children? And even though they know that that cost is extremely high, they would rather do that than move in with their children. So, it goes to show you how much um, seniors and uh, people in general just value their independence. That's very true. Well, and and my um, speaking of, of my mom, which I just did after after my dad passed, she was one of her first thoughts was, oh, well, should I sell the house? And then she said, actually, you know what? No, because it's not. She's like, I, I love this house. They've lived in it for like 30 years. And she she was worried about the upkeep and and also like memories of my dad being there and, and all of that. So there was an emotional thing component to it as well. But she um she decided, no, I, I don't want to sell it because it's not the biggest of houses. Like it's a three bed, two bath. It's all on one level. So she doesn't have to climb stairs to get in or out. So that was fine. And um, she said, no, I'm just going to stay where I am, not go through the the hassle of uh, of selling the house. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of people do want to stay in that home, and that's a good thing to have during retirement. Uh, well, number three on the list of important things to own during retirement, this is a biggie uh, and one that I think people struggle with, an emergency fund. Right. You know, when unexpected problems arise, you want to have enough liquidity, cash to cover your emergency expenses. Um, and you know, you should, your fund should have enough to cover three to six months of expenses. And when I sit down and and speak to my clients, you know, we go over this, we go over 
what their monthly expenses are like. And we definitely want to have in some way, shape or form, the availability of these funds, whether it's through the penalty free provisions of annuities, um, through cash accounts, um, short term CDs, whatever it may be, their securities, you know, how fast can you get it? And uh, how fast might you need it for any given reason? We'll go over reasons that you might need cash instantly. Um, the list is not terribly long. And uh, if it's something that's, um, you know, for a lot of people, they say, well, what if I need nursing care? Well, you know, when we speak about emergency funds and, and we, we lump that in, you know, long-term care, um, generally all assets become liquid uh, in, in that case. So uh, that's one that I kind of exclude, but, you know, we talk about it, but it's not part of that emergency fund because an emergency fund is not meant to cover long-term care expenses. Well, speaking of that, long-term care is one thing that could be covered by insurance and insurance just happens to be the next thing. Number four on our list of the five important things to own during retirement. Yeah, well, you definitely want to be covered um, from healthcare costs that could be a, a drain on your assets you know, and again, that long-term care issue, you know, what I like to tell people is if if this is something that's prevalent in your family history, um, you might want to look at some alternatives out there. Long-term care insurance could be quite expensive. Um, so I tell people there are alternatives like um, annuities that will provide you two to three times your premium deposit that will cover long-term care expenses. And uh, that is one great way to uh, keep dollars in your pocket uh, and only use up, you know, uh, these these dollars if you need the care, because it's not, you know, you, you may only need three, six months of care. You may need two years of care. We don't know, but there are ways that we can cover this. You know, long-term care insurance, um, you know, for some, it's an option, uh, but, you know, you need to understand um, how that could affect you long-term. And so, again, we could have these conversations. And, uh, again, um, as I mentioned, annuities can help provide uh, the answer for that long-term care need. So, um, you know, some people will use annuities, their, their income stream, an income stream from an annuity just to cover that type of cost for long-term care. Uh, but you definitely want to have uh, cost of living increases in there because, uh, again, long-term care insurance um does become a little more expensive as you age. So you need to be ready for that. Yeah. And as we uh, discussed last week, um, you know, a lot of people use annuities as well. And that income stream from the annuities to pay things like, uh, you know, Medicare um, co-pays and other health care costs also. So that's another thing that uh, people will put that uh, funding to use for as well. And the last thing on our list of five important things to own during retirement and this is not so much a physical thing as it is um, a, a very important thing, obviously, but it, it's, um, well, it's your schedule, uh, which is not a, not a physical thing, but it is important to own your time. That's right. You know, if you want to go golfing, you better have a free schedule. Um, if you want to go boating, you better have a nice free schedule. You'll be out there all day, right? That's so right. retirement is about enjoying the life that you've worked hard to build. You know, you, you really don't want to go back to work. Um, you don't want to spend time watching the stock market, as I said earlier, and managing your own assets. Um, although I do have clients that may want to keep 
10% and, uh, and play with it and, you know, whatever the dollar amount may be uh, or percentage may be, that's fine. You know, if, if, um, if you're not worried about what happens to that, but if you're, if you're constantly looking at the market and you're worried about what's going on, uh, then you shouldn't be there. You should already know that that's not right for you. You need to be somewhere that's going to free up your time so that you can go out and enjoy what it is you want to do. You want to travel. You want to spend T-I-M-E, that's time, with loved ones. You know, you want to go out, see this great country, enjoy it with them, take your family with you, uh, maybe even travel the world, whatever you might want to do, but you want to own your schedule. Yeah, can't do any any of it if you can't, uh, or if you don't own your schedule, rather. Well, uh, that's great. So we got reti- reliable vehicle, a home, an emergency fund, insurance, and your schedule. Those are five important things to own during retirement. Come on down as we test your financial knowledge in Right or Wrong. Yes, it's everyone's favorite game show sort of segment on on Prosperity Principles here. Uh, We've got Right or Wrong, and we invite you to play along with us and see what you remember, folks, from last week's show. Yeah, all of the uh, uh, statements here are going to be kind of a bit of a review of last week. And we'll see what you remember from our discussion about smart health and smart care in last week's show. We talked a lot about Medicare. We talked a lot about long-term care and and, uh, all of that. So here we go. I'm going to give Ed Cruz three statements. And then he is going to tell us if those statements are wrong or if they are right. Here we go with statement number one. Every day until 2030, 10,000 baby boomers will turn 65 and seven out of 10 of them will require long-term care at some point. Is that right or wrong, Ed? That is correct. And that's why it's essential to have a smart health plan in place for your retirement. You know, healthcare costs are one of the biggest expenses for retirees. And, and, you know, I'll add to that. Um, You know, they're saying that by 2030, 20% of our population will be 65 or older. Um, One out of every five. That's that's huge. And um, 75% of 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 um, healthcare spending is going to go towards chronic care. Uh, so when we start thinking about, you know, baby boomers, long-term care, um, it's going to be draining. And, you know, it's estimated that about 45% of all seniors are going to exhaust their wealth on this long-term care issue. Um, about half of the population uh, in retirement. So, you know, it's scary to think that, you know, this is, um, you know, that this can make such an effect in, in our, uh, in our retirement, you know, uh, and our seniors today control about $17 trillion of assets. So think about that. About 45% of it will be lost due to chronic care needs, long-term care needs. Um, it's a serious subject. That's that's huge. It's just staggering numbers there uh, when you sit there and, and think about that um, 
that big number <laughs> like that is just uh, gigantic. And so, yeah, so that's, that is um, just showing you kind of a little bit about how huge uh, the uh, baby boomer generation is and how much of a strain uh, could be on our healthcare system coming up here uh, in, in the very near future. It's already under strain. It's been under strain at least for the last couple of years. Um, and that's just going to cause uh, more and more. So we got to be prepared for that. Well, uh, okay. So that one was right. So here is statement number two. Uh, you can have both a Medicare supplement plan and Medicare Advantage plan at the same time. You can, C-A-N, can have both a Medicare supplement and Medicare Advantage plan at the same time. Is that right or is that wrong, Ed? No, that's wrong. You can't have both a Medicare supplement and a Medicare Advantage at the same time. You must choose which plan you want to go with. Um, you know, they, they have their differences. So you know, it's either having a lot of freedom and go whenever you want to go with a, a Medicare supplement plan or an Advantage plan that is going to keep you with um, a certain group of doctors, right? Um, and so, uh, yeah, you can't choose both. Yeah, there you go. Easy, easy enough. You can't choose both. It's one or the other when it comes to uh, MedSup, which is Medicare Supplement, or Medicare Advantage Plan. All right, so we're we're uh, one for two right now, uh, batting five hundred at this moment, which is still good enough for the Hall of Fame. But we're gonna see how we end up with statement number three as we continue to play right or wrong. And here it is: you can use an annuity to fund your Medicare expenses throughout your entire lifetime. I actually gave this one away a little bit earlier, and so if you were paying attention earlier in the show, <laughs> we'll know. Is that one right or is it wrong, Ed? That's definitely right. We believe that this is a smart idea, in fact. Uh, ensure that you and your spouse, because it's not just you, uh, make sure that you both will be able to fund your expensive healthcare costs during retirement. And what better way than through uh, the use of, of some extra dollars that you put into an annuity uh, so that you have that money for those needs. Yeah, absolutely. So that is right or wrong. Two of them right, one of them wrong, but a good review of what we talked about on last week's show and a little bit of a recap of some uh, things Medicare, healthcare related, and uh, also long-term care related as well. Now, we... Um, also want to go over a couple of things that we have uh, spoken about before here on the show, but it's always good to review these kinds of things because um, people can think that they're overly complicated, I feel like, but I think the more that we repeat repeat these, the better, because that helps it get through that it's not that difficult as, as it might sound. And this is smart rule following, right? So we've got three different rules here um, and they're not the bad kind of rules. They're not the, Oh, you're so, you know, so square, you're making me follow rules and all this. No, it's, it's good rules to follow because these can help you in the pocketbook or in the wallet, right? So uh, smart rule following the first one is the rule of 100. That's right. You know, um, the rule of 100, again, simple rule, don't overcomplicate it. Um, it's just looking at your portfolio and uh, minimizing risk, right? So we take the uh, number of 100 minus your age. So for example, if you're 70 years old and you deduct um, uh, uh, the 100 from that, uh, you're left with 30%. And that's the type of risk that you should um, plus or minus have in your portfolio. Um, and of course, we also have to think about additional risks that may affect this rule, uh, which are that people are living longer, right? So we have longevity risk, uh, which is going to add to outliving your money. 
And uh, the old rules may not always provide you with enough money to maintain your current standard of living. Uh, so we want to make these these changes because, again, a rule is just, uh, like we always say, a guideline. But what are the risks, you know, may affect this? Um, obviously, today's market is affecting uh, uh, the way that you may uh, look at this rule. Um, global health concerns, look at the, the uh, pandemic, the way it just shut down uh, the world, basically, and uh, how it affected uh, our finances. Um, again, rising health care costs. Uh, you might want to consider, again, that you can't take that much risk because of the, the added pressures of, of rising medical costs. And, and those costs are projected to, to continue to rise at a pace of around 6% um, through 2024. You know, inflation is one thing, um, but when you start adding, you know, the additional effects of, uh, of other things that are projected to continue to go up, you know, that's, that's going to hurt. And um, again, the, you know, the rising uh, cost of goods and services, you know, it goes beyond just a grocery store. Uh, it's all the other things that we're out there purchasing. So, you know, all these things will add to whether we should be um, following this rule of 100 loosely or if we should tighten up the belt. It depends on the amount of your finances, the amount of risk that you can take. Uh, so, you know, we want to um, we want to address these. And, and one thing that we, we probably never speak about lifestyle risk you know are you one that likes to keep up with the joneses um if so we we definitely want to um uh, uh talk about this and uh you know maintaining a certain lifestyle and keeping up with the joneses are two different things so let's have that discussion those joneses i'm telling you you gotta watch out for them all right <laughs> so that's rule of 100 so now take us through if you will at the four percent rule Four percent rule. Now, I, I always say this one's a little trickier because, you know, the four percent rule says that retirees um, should only withdraw an equal amount uh, of four percent against their portfolio, and, you know, I find that somewhat troubling, especially when we want to sit there and consider cost of living increases, um, you know, withdrawal percentages uh, increasing in subsequent years. Um, it, it all, the rule sounds, you know, pretty cut and dry, but what happens when we have strong market fluctuations? It, you know, if we look at today, the markets are down. If we just kind of lump it up around 20% uh, decline in the markets, um, is your income following that? You know, are you dropping your income, uh, to meet the, the, the four or to follow the 4% rule? Uh, that's where I think it gets tricky. And most people will not make that adjustment because again, that lifestyle risk that we just spoke about. So, um, you know, we have to be careful. In, in fact, there are many out there that are calling for this rule to be, um, to be changed. And um, some experts are, are saying that it should be the 3% rule uh, to help you uh, protect uh, the assets that you have. So it, it's, uh, that one's a little more complicated. Yeah, just a little bit more. It's still, it's not like, you know, uh, rocket science, as they say, but it's it's still, it is a little bit more on the complicated side because there is some, some nuance in there. Well, that's the 4% rule. Okay, so one more rule to go, and that one is the rule of 72. The fun rule. This is the, uh, the way to estimate how quickly your investments uh, will double given a, a, a fixed interest rate. Uh, investors can divide 72 
uh, by the annual rate of return. And this will give you an idea of when your investments uh, should double, should duplicate. So for example, if you invest $100 in an annual fixed interest rate of 10%, the rule of 72 says that it will take 7.2 years to grow to 200. Uh, So the rule of 72 is only an estimation tool, but with lower rates of return, it can be very accurate. There you go. And that is, uh, yeah, I always like that one too, because it's a little bit of simple math, um, but it can uh, help you along in determining exactly how long it is going to take uh, for that uh, to, to double there, for your, your given investment to double given a fixed interest rate. So that's great. So that's rule of 72, 4% rule, and the rule of 100. And that's all the rules that we have for you today, folks. The rest of it is all fun and games from here on out. <laughs> but like I said, those are some good rules to follow. Well, um, so everybody's feeling the pain of inflation, and we want to help all of our listeners minimize that pain. Here's the cost cutter of the week. So yes, cutting costs definitely important during these times. Ed, what have you got for us as far as the cost cutter goes this week? Well, we want to replace bonds in uh, in your portfolio with fixed index annuities to get a better rate of return and to eliminate financial advisory fees. You know, why would you take market risk with your bonds when your bonds can lose their value, especially now with rising rates? If you look at the uh, history alone, you can see how uncertain the future of bonds uh, are. And inflation, inflation and fluctuating interest rates play a big role in bond yields. Um, here are some reasons that we think you should consider replacing the bonds in your portfolio with fixed index annuities. First of all, there's interest rate risk of bonds. When interest rates increase, current bond values decrease as they immediately become less attractive to investors looking for a higher rate of return. And that's what's going on with our uh, with our government right now. They, they're always selling uh, bonds. Um, but right now, those bonds are decreasing in value because interest rates keep rising. So who would want to buy a bond and immediately start losing value. So uh, that's one of the risks that we face. Um, number two, reinvestment uh, in uh, risk of bonds. This is the likelihood that an investment's cash flow will learn less in a new security. We have uh, number three, which is systematic market risk. This refers to risk that is inherent to the market as a whole. It will affect the overall market, not just a particular stock or industry. This can be unpredictable, and it's impossible to avoid. And uh, diversification cannot fix this issue, but the correct uh, asset allocation strategy can make a big difference. Uh, Number four, unsystematic market risk. This type of risk is unique to a specific um, uh, company or industry, uh, similar to systematic market risk. It is impossible uh, to know when unsystematic risk will occur. Um, Number five, reduced advisory fees. Investors who trade individual stocks uh, may know how much uh, commission they're paying for their broker, but individuals who buy bonds often have no idea what type of commission they're paying. Bond dealers collect commissions on bonds they sell, called markups but they bundle them into the price that is quoted to investors. This means that you're unaware of how much commission you're actually paying. There are no financial advisory management or portfolio fees associated with fixed index annuities as the life insurance company or annuity carrier pays commissions directly to the advisor. 
So this can help you reduce uh, up to 40% of your advisory and portfolio fees just by replacing 40% of your portfolio that is invested into bonds. Uh, you know, I see that strategy kind of dying somewhat as far as the uh, the mix of bonds and and, and the inequities, uh, but that just means, you know, it doesn't mean it's a good thing. It means that you're actually facing more risk in your portfolio. So again, that's uh, that's not much of a help if, if you're trying to avoid that. So again, it's a no-brainer as uh, fixed index annuities earn market-like gains without market risk. There you go. And and actually, Ed, you know, you talked about earlier in the show, the book Annuity 360. Uh, I think it's actually a, a perfect time to share a little bit of that book with our listeners because there is a chapter about this very thing uh, that is our cost cutter of the week. It just so happens. And that is bond replacement with fixed indexed annuities. Uh, here is the author of the book, Ford Stokes, reading from Annuity 360. And uh, it's everything you need to know about annuities. And uh, we'll talk about how you can get a copy of the book on the other side. Here's Ford Stokes. Chapter 15, Bond Replacement with Fixed Indexed Annuities. Big idea. Historically, bonds have seen volatility when the market is volatile. Fixed index annuities are not subject to the same volatility, which makes them a much safer investment. You might have heard a financial advisor talk about replacing your bonds with annuities to protect your wealth and grow your retirement funds. At my firm, Active Wealth Management, we believe this is a smart way to protect your future. Many people have learned that bonds are a safe way to invest your money, but there are some downsides to bonds that should make you think twice. We'll talk about some reasons why you should consider replacing your bonds with annuities. First, here's some information on the history of bonds in the United States. Historical bond volatility. The 1900s saw two secular bear and bull markets in U.S. fixed income. Inflation peaked at the end of World War I and World War II due to increased government spending. The first bull market started after World War I and lasted through World War II. The U.S. government kept bond yields artificially low until 1951. The long-term bond yields were at 1.9% in 1951. They climbed to nearly 15% in 1981. In the 1970s, globalization had a huge impact on bond markets. New asset classes such as inflation-protected securities, asset-backed securities, mortgage-backed securities, High-yield securities and catastrophe bonds were created. Early investors in these new asset classes were compensated for taking on the challenge. The bond market was coming off its greatest bull market coming into the 21st century. Long-term bond yields declined from a high of 15% to 7% by the end of the century. The bull market in bonds showed continued strength in the early 21st century, but there is no guarantee with our current market volatility that this will hold. See chart 15.1 to see the incredible difference of investing in a fixed index annuity versus investing in bonds. Why you should consider replacing your bonds with annuities. The first question you should ask yourself is this. Why would you take market risk with your bonds when your bonds can lose their value? If you just look at the history alone, you can see how uncertain the future of bonds is. Inflation and fluctuating interest rates play a big role in bond yields. Interest rate risk of bonds. Bonds and interest rates have an inverse relationship. When interest rates fall, bond prices rise. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, investors have moved their money to bonds because they believe it is a safer investment option. However, this has caused bond yields to fall to all-time lows. As of May 24, 2020, the 10-year Treasury note was yielding 0.64% 
and the 30-year Treasury bond was at 1.27%. Reinvestment risk of bonds. This is the likelihood that an investment's cash flows will earn less in a new security. For example, an investor buys a 10-year, $100,000 Treasury note with an interest rate of 6%. They expect it to earn $6,000 a year. At the end of the term, interest rates are 4%. If the investor buys another 10-year note, they will earn $4,000 instead of $6,000 annually. Consider the possibility that interest rates change over time when deciding to invest in bonds. Systematic market risk. This refers to the risk that is inherent to the market as a whole. It will affect the overall market, not just a particular stock or industry. This can be unpredictable and it is impossible to avoid. Diversification cannot fix this issue, but the correct asset allocation strategy can make a big difference. Unsystematic market risk. This type of risk is unique to a specific company or industry. Similar to systematic market risk, it is impossible to know when unsystematic risk will occur. For example, if someone is investing in healthcare stocks, they may be aware of some major changes coming to the industry. However, there is no way they can know how those changes will affect the market. There are two factors that contribute to company-specific risk. Business risk. There are two types of risk, internal and external. Internal refers to operational efficiency. An external would be similar to the FDA banning a specific drug that the company sells. Financial risk. This relates to the capital structure of a company. A weak capital structure can lead to inconsistent earnings and cash flow that can prevent a company from trading. Reduced advisory fees. Investors who trade individual stocks may know how much commission they are paying their broker, but individuals who buy bonds often have no idea what type of commission they are paying. Bond dealers collect commission on bonds they sell, called markups, but they bundle them into the price that is quoted to the investors. This means you are unaware of how much commission you are actually paying. Standard & Poor's estimates of bond markups is 0.85% of the value for corporate bonds and 1.21% for municipal bonds. However, markups can be as high as 5%, up to $50 per bond. Bonds have finite durations. Bonds only provide income for a finite amount of time, unlike an annuity, which provides income for life. You must reinvest your money if you want to continue generating interest with bonds. However, reinvesting with a bond can sometimes come at a loss, as we discussed above. Annuities will provide you with an income you can never outlive. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges, as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer. That is a snippet from the book, Annuity 360 by Ford Stokes. Uh, and that was the author himself reading that book uh, for you, just that one chapter. Now, if you would like to get the entire book, uh, all of the chapters of Annuity 360, um, and it's not it's not like it's some, you know, war and peace, kind of a, a long, you know, thousands of page novel here or anything. Uh, it's a good read, but it's also an easy read as well and very understandable for you. That's the way that, that Ford writes it here. 
Um, and to do that, all you have to do is uh, just go to our website, which is myprosperityteam.com. It's myprosperityteam.com. You can find all the contact information there and how to get your copy of Annuity 360. Or you can just uh, give Ed a call at 386-228-5769. That's 386-228-5769. And Ed, that number is also the thing to do, the, the thing to call, uh, or go to going to the website as well for that free... Uh, full retirement plan consultation that we mentioned earlier. Recap that for our listeners, if you will, and what that initial conversation's like. Because I know, obviously, as we've been talking about, there's a lot of uncertainty out there right now in in the economy and particularly in the equity markets. So people, I think, are really hungry for something like this right now. Absolutely. I'll hit the quick key points. And that is that when you meet with us, first of all, there is no no cost, no no consultation fee. There's no obligation. Again, only work with us if you're comfortable and it, and it sounds right for you. You know, let us analyze your situation. Let us examine any uh, part of your portfolio that you have um, so that we can disclose any fees that uh, you don't even know about. And And trust me, there are many fees out there that when I go over these things, people have no clue. Um, let's discover, you know, what your IRA is invested in. What's your 401k invested in? Where, where do you have your non-qualified funds, your, your after-tax money? You know, is that is that causing a, a, a tax problem for you? You know, let us help you figure that out. Let us go over your Social Security, your Medicare. Um, again, uh, let's compare your situation. You know, do you have... Do you have plenty of income in retirement? Are you short in income? You know, let's get that right because that's what's going to make the biggest difference in retirement. Are you going to be stressed out about the uh, uh, having too much month, not enough money? Or, or can we turn that around and, and make sure that you have plenty of money to cover that month? Um, so these are the, the simple things that we go over. It's not complicated, but when you're done, you're going to have something in concrete. You're going to know where you stand uh, and you're going to know how well your retirement will be if you plan uh, properly. That's right. And, and to do that, to get started down that path, go to myprosperityteam.com or call 386-228-5769. It's This Week in History. So we like to take a look back at some things that happened this week in history. And um, yeah, a lot of big ones since the last time that we uh, talked about these. Um, you know, we like to kind of do it every week if we can. And this past week on September 23rd, so just a few days ago, uh, was an important birthday for all you music lovers out there. Bruce Springsteen. Born this day in 1949, the American singer, songwriter, and musician. Uh, born in Long Branch, New Jersey. And I don't know if you ever saw this movie, Ed, and I can't think of the, the name of it off the top of my head. It just popped into my mind. But um, it was about this this uh, kind of young kid, not like super young, but like teenager, maybe college years, from England who came over to the United States because he was this huge Bruce Springsteen fan and like he was you know kind of obsessed and um, landed at the airport in New Jersey and the guy at customs asked him, so why are you here? And he said, oh, well, you know, I want to see the uh, birthplace of Bruce Springsteen. And he goes, well, I can think of no more important reason to visit the United States of America than to see the home of the boss. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, you know, and, and I being raised in New Jersey, obviously that was a big name 
Uh, so I kind of understand where that where that gentleman is coming from. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, one of the one of the biggest names uh, from New Jersey, uh, right there. Currently, twenty third on Rolling Stone's list of the greatest albums of uh, greatest artists, rather of all time. I'm sure plenty of his albums are on the lists as well uh, from Rolling Stone, also. But then there's also one Ed, a little film and TV. Go through that one here. I don't know if you're a, a big fan of the show or not. Um, well, uh, the love boat, huh? Um, not exactly, but on this date in 1977, I was a whopping seven years old, but the love boat made its debut on ABC TV and uh, the American romantic comedy drama series aired from 77 to 1986 and was part of ABC's very popular Saturday night lineup. Uh, but I will say, um, I think that was a, a, a little, a little beyond my time because, it was a little too, I, I would say, mature, you know, as a as a young man, as a as a young boy. Um, yeah, no, I, I really wasn't into the love boat. You just missed the boat on that one, huh? Uh, <laughs> just missed it. Pun, pun intended. Uh, but yeah, but I was thinking about this too as I was looking at that. I'm like, everybody and their brother and sister and aunt and uncle was a guest star on that show, I think, at one point. Like, if you look back at the episodes of that, I remember just seeing something about it. And it's like just this long list of celebrities that made appearances on it. So it was a great one, a big one in in our uh, culture and in our history, and it debuted this week in history in 1977. Well, Ed, it is just about time for us to wrap things up here. I can't believe the show has gone by so quickly, but it has. Um, this has been Prosperity Principles, folks, and I hope that you, Ed, have a great rest of your week. Thank you, and thank everyone for listening. Thanks for listening to Prosperity Principles. You deserve to work with a financial and insurance expert who can offer strategies for protecting and growing your hard-earned money. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit MyProsperityTeam.com or pick up the phone and call 386-228-5769. That's 386-228-5769. Not affiliated with the United States government, Edwin Cruz does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as investment advice, nor do they predict future performance of any product. All information provided is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy of any statement. This information is intended to be educational in nature and does not provide a guarantee or a specific result. All copyrights and trademarks are the property of their respective owners. AmeriLife assumes no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or of the results obtained from the use of this information. You're listening to Prosperity Principles. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit MyProsperityTeam.com.